You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights Podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap Podcast, episode 133. I'm Steve Burnham. Good morning, and uh, I'm joined by David Ebden. Good morning, David. Hello, Steve. Hello, listeners. And here, when we're back, and we're back this week. Um, David, I thought it was all over. I thought we were all fixed, but we actually had another outage this week on Monday. Yes. Uh, um, I heard a little bit about it. Yes. What happened? Well, if I may... Uh Jump back in time sure. a little bit first to December. I would like to quote uh, the commissioner, Chris Jordan, and he described the uh, December outages as, quote, the worst unplanned system outage in recent memory. I will be doing everything I can to learn from what has happened this week and to put in place any necessary changes to minimise the risk of any recurrence. Right. Okay. Well, and then they had the Christmas holidays and they came back and had uh, anything changed when they when they got back? No. No. <laughs> no. In a, in short, there was a. As you know, there's the outage in February. Yeah, there was that's right, an outage February. in June. Yeah. And uh, we've had another one, albeit not as long, not as devastating, yeah. in uh, July. In this, this week, this Monday. And oh, it's exactly. right in tax time, which is the most annoying thing. Yes. Um, and in fact, I've read somewhere that there has been um, a professional association calling for compensation for accountants. Um, uh, I'm not sure who that was, but have you heard that? Uh, yes, I most certainly have. Yeah. And that is uh, something that we are... Advocating as well. Tax and super. Uh, Tax and super, yes. Uh, As we discussed on the last episode, and it has been discussed with Peter Adams and Mr Naruzi, uh, in regards to our submission for the future of the tax profession, uh, these outages at the ATO are... um, They're not acceptable anymore. I mean, you know, once it happens, twice, maybe, Mm. but three times is... uh, Or four now is... um, it's no good, and especially um, when you can't take your business elsewhere, shall we say. You, 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 you know, you have to deal with the ATO. There's no alternative. Yeah, it's not like, I don't know, Coles getting your order wrong so yeah. you can go along to Woolworths. Yeah, yeah. You have to deal with the ATO. Uh, There's, um, and, and the thing is, everything's being pushed online and uh, digital, digital by default, etc. Exactly. It's m- more, more galling, given the fact that we've been assured that this has been fixed. The H, was it HP? Was the, uh, yes, Hewlett-Packard. Uh, yep. Yeah, was yep. it uh, deemed to be somehow at fault? A little while ago. Yes, yes. Uh, so it's all it's all kind of anno- well annoying. I think it's probably justified at seeking compensation, but I don't don't rate our chances. Uh, no, no, of much. course not. I mean, they're doing things like um, remitting failure to lodge penalties because of the difficulties, oh, which that at is, least is a small token. Yeah. However, um, many many tax practitioners uh, they spend. Their weeks, you know, schmoozing the clients, meeting the clients, yep. doing the uh, legwork, shall yep. we say. Yep. Uh, uh, and myself, I'm a tax agent, you know, by day. Yep. I, I'm i here at Tax and Super Australia, but in the evenings I do a few tax returns. Yep. And, uh, you know, when I come to lodge at the weekend, uh, that's when the um, tax agent portal is always down for maintenance. <laughs> right. So even, as I say, with the full-time practitioners who are doing the meetings during mm. the week and doing the lodgements at the weekend. Yeah. They can't, no, because no. Uh, the, the the maintenance. Uh, we'll come onto a maintenance schedule yep. in a while, but um, but I suppose it, does that happen a lot? I mean, I, I'd imagine it would. You, you're meeting the clients, you're doing the face to face work. The bread and butter stuff happens uh, after hours. Exactly, as you say. Exactly. Mm. Um, and and the thing is, I mean, if you, you know, there are some practitioners that specialise in the. Individual returns, yep. where you know you come <coughs> in, you sit down, and you do the return then and there with them. Yep. 
you know, in front of them with the computer there. And if the portal's not working, you know, <laughs> you how can you access, you know, if your client forgets their payment summary oh, yeah. or, you know, they, you know, they haven't bought their dividend statements. Yep. You know, you can get all that information nice and fresh from the portal. Yep. But it's no good if the portal's not working no, for you. No, no. Does, does this affect, the, I'm, I'm assuming it affects the pre-filling information that should have that should download? Uh, correct, uh, correct. <coughs> okay. And, you know, it's, it, it's not just, well, yes, it is the pre-filling information, but it's not just the tax agent portal that's been out. It's been the business portals, ah. the, uh, you know, individual MyGov facilities yep. have uh, also had issues. So it's not just one product that's bad, should we say. No. It's the entire behind the scenes issues right yeah um to which the ato commissioned uh pricewaterhousecoopers oh, right. to uh they reviewed things didn't to, they, yes to time. do a nice big report to uh make sure things wouldn't happen again has that fi- been finished uh yes it came out in june all right however as uh we've touched on you know it hasn't solved the issue so pricewaterhousecoopers made uh five key recommendations to uh to, uh, yes, yep. yeah, to uh, minimise the uh, issues in the past. Um, the, the the first theme that they identified was uh, principles behind the ATO's IT design, which uh, I guess we won't delve into too much. Because, no, but that's uh, going right back to the nitty-gritty, yes. the IT design. Yes, yeah. I, and while we're on that subject, um, the computer systems were um, updated, brand new, uh, in 2004, yep. uh, for $445 million. Right. Uh, well, that was the budget at any rate. And uh, when the audit office looked at it later in 2010, it turned out that they actually spent $757 million. <laughs> okay, a little bit of a blowout. So, uh, yes, a uh, little bit of a blowout. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they updated the systems again in 2015, I believe. Um, yeah, and this is what's led to... These issues, it's mm. all its all to do with the fibre optics that were installed right. yep. in November 15. It's, yes, and, and you would think uh, a large uh, computer company like Hewlett-Packard, yep. I mean, I'm sure the vast majority of our listeners have a HP computer mm. or a Possibly. printer or, or something. You know, they're, they're, they're very, they're very um, prominent, yep. w- would be able to uh, you know, get their fibre optics correct. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, just a statistic. I mean, the the, the data was recovered, but the uh, during the December outage, uh, the ATO lost a petabyte, which is a million gigabytes worth of data during the outage. Really? Yes. I thought we were assured that da- no data had been lost. It was it was recovered. Don't oh, get me oh. wrong. It wasn't compromised. Okay. However, it, it went was missing. Yes. It, AWOL for yes, that's that's exactly <laughs> the right way of putting it. And um, you know. It's it's hard not to argue for compensation yeah, when yeah. you when you see, uh, for lack of a better word, the gross incompetence yep. behind the systems. Mm. You know the ATO do a grand job. Don't get me wrong. Mm. However, the the computer systems are having an impact on the profession. Mm. Yeah, it's. Um, <clears throat> I wonder how it will be worked out. Compensation. I mean, it's good. It's okay to say, okay, no late lodgement uh, penalties, and perhaps I'm assuming no, um, you know, general interest charge or and all that. That's fine. Mm. But actually, there could be dollars walking out the door for practitioners, which is which is another thing altogether. 
Yes, um, it's um, you know the, the the average client doesn't understand no. what goes on behind the scenes. No. They just they just expect well, to come in and they would get be their blaming the person they're, they're face to face in front mm. of. The, of course, well, that's the and, natural tendency. And you can't put a financial price on you know loss of reputation. Mm. Yeah, you know, if you look bad in one client's eye, clients talk, and um, you know word can spread. And yeah. you know that that's an unfair taint on the, on the practitioner's reputation. Yeah, of course. And uh, the, um, who was the PricewaterhouseCoopers? <laughs> did they have anything else to say? Uh, yes, they did. Uh, they identified that the faults should be corrected earlier in the piece, which <laughs> is... Uh, <laughs> which is uh, A tad obvious. Yes, yes. Uh, but that's, uh, I guess, when you spend $300,000 dollars on this report, you oh, know, you, right. you you expect something a bit more substantial than that. Yeah. Um, it, you know, if if you do drill into the report under this heading, um, it does say that the initial fault uh, in relation to the December outage yep. was recognised at three thirty in the morning, okay. which, which is fine. But nothing was actually done about it or mm. started to be done about it until seven o'clock in the morning. Right. So I mean, I'm sure they don't have that many staff on at three thirty in the morning. No, I know. But Something could have been done. Issues could have been raised uh, in that three and a three and a half four hour time. Yeah, yeah. Before before all the practitioners log on on a Monday morning. No, exactly, exactly. Because right, um, I mean, computers don't go to sleep. I mean, that's no, three thirty means nothing to a. They uh, Price Waterhouse also discussed that the uh, ATO should try and enhance their capability when it comes to the infrastructure and uh, IT design behind their systems. Right. Which, again, I'm not a computer person mm -hmm. uh, but when when you're paying somebody like Hewlett Packard to uh, prepare your you know computer networks and the cabling and the data storage you would expect it to be correct in the first instance yeah so yep. you know by just playing devil's advocate we're demanding compensation yep or we asking are. for okay. compensation through our submission you know the the ATO should be addressing these issues with yep. Hewlett Packard yep or you know, taking their business elsewhere to try and resolve these issues. This is the submission to the uh, uh, IGT, the yes, Future correct, Tax correct, okay. uh, yeah, which yeah. we have submitted on uh, on our members' behalf. Right, um, and I'm sure it'll be on the uh, Tax and Super website before too long. Yeah, yeah, for uh, our members to review. Now, now you mentioned the portals, and there, that there are different portals. Um, correct. That's that's. I mean, forgive me. I'm look coming at it from a. Uh, a green point of view. What's the um, impact on the practitioner sector with the portals? I mean, the taxpayers wouldn't know about it. Hmm. Um, how does it all operate? So the the, the portal is a. Uh, we, I suppose the best way to look at it for a, from a layman's point of view is with the government's big drive on data matching and avoiding, you know, non-declaration of certain items. Yeah. The, the ATO compile all the information into one handy report for the practitioner. So if you go to your tax agent, Steve, and yep. you just bring your payment summary from tax and super, but you've got all your dividends or your bank interest that you don't have a statement for, right. the bank have transmitted this data to the ATO, and then the ATO have put this information into your account yep. on the portal, and your tax agent can just download it Right, it's all and there. It's there, and they can just say, "Oh, Steve, I see you've received X dollars in bank interest." Right, 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. It's it's just handy and it brings all the information together. Yep. Um, and uh, for well, from the first of July, twenty seventeen, the ATO have um, made some minor changes to uh, the portal for practitioners. This uh, doesn't affect uh, the business portals or the uh, individual portals, but it does impact the uh, tax agent and the BAS agent portals. Right. Um, nothing dramatic. Uh, it allows you to save partially prepared returns, uh, BASs and activity statements, which uh, you couldn't do before. Okay, So good. if, you know, something did come up and you had to leave or the computer crashed. <laughs> <laughs> or there was an outage. That's, that's the one. Um, you know, you couldn't save it and you'd have to start ah, again from scratch. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, something that's nice and easy. Well, that's uh, essential, actually, given uh, the, exactly. the fact that it does happen every yeah. now and then. Uh, nil returns, uh, rather than having to go through every single screen and punch in the number zero in right. all the necessary boxes, uh, you can just click one button. Okay. It says lodge nil return, okay, yeah. and uh, that makes it nice and easy for you. And this um, all happened. That, that yes, this this fixed. is all from uh, the first of July, okay. twenty seventeen. So, um, so many listeners should have noticed these changes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one one technical hitch. It, it wouldn't be an ATO update without a uh, technical <laughs> hitch. Yeah, is uh, with the simpler bass coming in. Um, the document identification number has gone missing from some of the. Uh, Business activity statements. Really? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the ATO are aware of this issue, and they are uh, working to rectify it. I believe they're uh, announcing a workaround in the next coming days. Okay. What should a BAS agent do in the meantime? Uh, it doesn't impact the lodging of the return through the portal, right? Per se, um, it's just if you use a separate. Uh, tax lodgement software for the basses. Oh, yeah. uh, you need to put the document ID number in. So in 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 the meantime, uh, just lodge the basses through the portal mm. rather than your uh, tax software, and that will eliminate the issue. Okay. It's a uh, it, it, it it's a minor it's okay. a minor thing. The, the ATO are announcing the ATO are aware, and there is a workaround. Uh, coming uh, on one final thing on the uh, updates to the portal yep. is that there's uh, now a new menu option that says uh, manage employees. Uh, this this is still very new. Um, it's all to do with the single touch payroll oh, uh, yep. that's coming in. Yep. So you know, given that the single touch payroll has only just come in for the larger businesses, um, it's unlikely there'll be much information there. You know, this year for obviously the smaller businesses, yeah, yeah. and you know for those practitioners who do have the larger businesses, you know it will take three to six months before yep. we. Uh, but that's, see that's a sign of what's coming. So yes. that, that's what that is. Yes, that's it. Okay. I mean, they they are taking a board. Um, you know, they are aware of the future, yep. and they are uh, making changes to accommodate um, accordingly. Oh, okay, that's great. And, and just to reassure the listeners, you know, that we, we are aware of these issues. And yep. as mentioned several times throughout this podcast, you know, we are including it in our submission to the uh, Inspector General. Yep. There are other bodies that echo our thoughts right. and beliefs. Um, so hopefully we will see some changes in the months and years to come. Yeah, very good. All right, listeners, thanks for being with us again. Um, one final speaking of ICT issues, I'd just like to give a shout-out to Mark Johnson of Johnson Enterprises. Thanks for listening, Mark, and please, I hope you keep coming back. Uh, thanks again, David, and thank you, listeners. Please tune in next week. <laughs>